Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 226. This podcast is brought to you by Don the Beachcomber. Enjoy classic dining and cocktails in a tropical, exotic setting. Brought to you by 23 Restaurants Group. Coming soon to Madera Beach, Florida. The legend returns. This podcast is sponsored by Frogtown Brewery, an independent craft brewery and tap room located in Northeast Los Angeles along the L.A. River. Stop in and enjoy one of their excellent beers from their ever-changing, diverse menu. Tell them that Inside the Desert Oasis Room sent you and get your first pint on us. Limitations apply. For more information, go to frogtownbrewery.com and follow them on social media at Frogtown Brewery. Today we chat with burlesque performers Misspent Youth and Jezebel Thunder, both of which will be performing at this year's Hollywood Burlesque Festival. Get to know them on a deeper level as we play a round-robin game of questions along with special guest cameo by our friend Gustavo Rojas of Frogtown Brewery and get all the details for the upcoming Hollywood Burlesque Festival as we play this game. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you'd like to follow our adventures, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash polynesianpop where we chronicle events, bars, travel spots, cocktail tutorials, and more. And if you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash polynesianpop, where membership grants you early access to podcasts and videos, front-of-the-line privileges to new merch releases, as well as exclusive content, meetups, and screen credits. All righty, let's get into this. Make yourself a cocktail and join us inside the Desert Oasis Room. And give it up for my friends, Misspent Youth and Jezebel Thunder. Yeah, 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 totally. I went to Reggio, Italy in November, and I was like, I just want cacio e pepe, and the guy was like, uh, we don't do that uh, here. Yeah, <laughs> he was uh, like, there is a Roman restaurant, though, that you can go to and get that, so we went, and it was so good, but I didn't realize it was like a regional. Oh, they all have their Super own. Super regional. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, now I know. Let's try this again. That worked, Adrian? Yeah. Cool. Alrighty. Let's keep talking about pizza. This is the pizza totally. This is I would bomb. love to go on a pizza podcast. Ooh. Oh I God. can talk pizza. We could do a pizza, pizza podcast. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> we just eat pizza. I used I'm, to have a pizza party. I'm all about it. Like We had a pizza club. We only met like two times, but the first meeting we had, we all brought toppings and dough and we all got to make our own pizzas. Oh, that's amazing. That's a fun club. I love that. Yeah. And who has the pizza oven? We went to someone's house and they just had they a regular just had oven. Yeah, oh, and we had their own toppings. We should do that here. Very cool. Yeah. Set up the island with pizzas. Tomasa would love that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just go for it, do whatever you want. Vegan, not vegan, meat, no meat. Should we do this again then with pizza? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm in. Don't, don't threaten me with this. <laughs> Next episode. I'll be on every episode <laughs> if that's the case. Totally. All right. I love it. Well, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room. We are with our friends from the Hollywood Burlesque Festival today at Selva de Salvia. Is it Salvia or Salvia? You said it right the first time. Salvia. Yeah, Selva de Salvia. What does that mean? It means sage jungle. Sage jungle. So we created a little bar based on uh, our garden that's just outside the doorstep. And we figured that um, we were growing so much stuff that we were going to feature it in our drinks. So the drinks you have we're having today have some of those elements so citrus from the garden uh we don't grow pineapple though um we don't grow on mezcal either but (laughs) often yeah uh we have a sage gin that we that we infuse and that's yeah so somebody has sage so yeah so that's 
the mm-hmm. sage from the jungle. So that's so the voice you're hearing is our friend Gustavo, who is also part of the Hollywood Burlesque Fest. And we have two lovely ladies from the Hollywood Burlesque Press, our friends Jezebel Thunder and Misspent Youth. So let's welcome Hi. them to the podcast. Aloha, Hi. ladies. Aloha. So I thought it'd be fun to play a game where we all get to know each other. But before we get into this, let's let's just do a quick roundtable with your bios so people have an idea of who you are and what you do. I said something first. <laughs> this is the I, bios are hard. It's so hard. Um, do you want me to say my name? Jessica Thunder. Yeah. I've been doing burlesque since 2009. So a long time. Uh, based in LA, born and raised. Uh, I traveled all over the state and internationally. Not very many places, but a few wow. places to do burlesque. Um, yeah. I've been doing it for a long time in the city, lots of different places, big theaters, small bars. I've been in toilet handicap stall dressing rooms to like actual <laughs> dressing rooms, <laughs> like Love with the vanity. How did range. you? How did you get your start in burlesque? Okay, short short story, I guess, is that um, I went to, I was I went to Forty Deuce in Las Vegas hmm. uh, when I turned twenty two because they had closed the one here in L A. And so I went with my boyfriend at the time and I was obsessed with it. And we came back to LA and I was like, I need to see all the burlesque I can. And I found like Peep Show Menagerie and some other stuff that, you know, is still around, some stuff that's not. And then we went to Colorado and I was like, I want to see burlesque in another state. And they had a student who graduated their school of burlesque. And I was like, wait, this is a thing you can do? Like people do this, that's how you get on stage. And we came back to LA and he was like, surprise, I signed you up in, for a class. That's cute. And I was like, no, I'm not doing this. I hate wow. surprises and I don't want to do this. Even though I was like, it, mentally like, I would love to try this, but I'm also like terrified of people and I'm not a theater kid. I'm not, I'm like a choir person who was in the background. So I was like, I'm not interested in this, like for reals. And so I pushed myself to do it and now here and I am. here we are. Here we are. 14 years All right. later. Awesome. Oh, that <laughs> Welcome yeah, to the show. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. to think, sorry to interject, um, 40 deuces. Because I went to the OG uh, and that, that turned into Parvu and all mm-hmm, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That I never got flies. to go. I know. Yeah. And I went to the Vegas one. Yeah, that was kind of cool. It was like yeah. under the stairs at the Mandalay Bay. Uh-huh. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw it's the cool. dude from Anthrax. Oh, amazing. Like the yes. With the, the yeah, dude yeah. with the, with the, the goatee. Yeah, with the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love the words of old. Old dude. <laughs> well, I first went to burlesque when I was two, so. Okay. When you were two? No, oh, I was like, <laughs> I want to hear that story. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And our friend, Miss Spent Youth, who's been on our podcast before. Welcome back to the show. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to be back. I'm excited to have you back. And now we're having cocktails in Gustavo's bar this time. So we're making a mess of his bar. <laughs> Ooh, Jezebel's around. naughty. She likes the drink. It's <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. really good. Awesome. But for our listeners that don't know who you are, can you give us a bio also of who you are, what you do, and how did you get into burlesque? Yeah, so I'm Miss Spent Youth. I am one of the producers of the Hollywood Burlesque Festival. Um, I started performing in 2015, so not quite as long as Jezebel, but um, I actually got into burlesque because I wanted to produce. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I've, I come from a film background and events background, so I was already doing that and um, had this idea with my husband at the time to do a live band burlesque show. Um, and we started putting it together, doing all the research, going to all the shows. And at one point he just turned to me and he was like, well, I mean, you're going to be in it. Right. <laughs> um, and I was, uh, had been, had done pinup modeling before and, but being on stage and dancing actually terrified me, but same thing. I went and took a class, uh, with my mentor, Lily Von Stoop and, then burlesque took over my entire life. <laughs> That's so crazy. So we have we have two performers here that were. Would you would you say that you were kind of more introverted before you were burlesque dancers? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. interesting. So it just kind of changed like your, the way that you uh, present yourself. You're up there now entertaining people, and all eyes are on you. Yeah. I'm still what learning. I, what I would say that burlesque 
and this is part of why I love it so much, is the reason why I was like, oh, I, I'm, be, I'm behind the camera, I'm behind the scenes, is because I was like, well, gosh darn, I'm, I'm over 25 and I'm not a size six. No one wants to see me mm. take my clothes off. And when we started going to these shows and, and seeing them, and that was not the case. Well, yeah. And, you yeah. know, so it gave me that confidence to be like, you know what? My body doesn't have to be like this magazine ideal. It can be yeah. anything. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's awesome. That. That's excellent. Similar, kind of similar. But um, I feel like I've grown so much because of burlesque. Like out of my shell in the community of people, like my comfort level with people and like being on stage and being like owning my body and stuff like that. And also, you know, I talked about this like another other things too, but just like being a black person doing burlesque. Like when I first started, I didn't know anybody else really or see it, but I something in my mind was like, you can still do this and try this, even though you don't see yourself really represented. And I did, and then I started meeting people, and I was like, wow, there is a community of people out here, and like they do look like me, and they're also like badass on stage and confident, so I guess I can do this. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like that. I love it. But, I love it. Yeah. And how about you, Gustavo? How long have you <laughs> been dancing? <laughs> I've been twirling my tassels for every bit of 16 years. Yes. Um, yeah. I love it. Exactly. I love it. So, <laughs> shall we play a game? Let's, sure. play, let's play a game. Let's just to get to know you guys. I threw some fun questions into a bowl. There's 50 questions. We're not going to do them all, but I, I threw 50 in there so that we wouldn't be, you know, we'd just have like a really good mix of questions, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know how we want to do this. Who wants to go first? But uh, ladies first. Ladies first. Okay. <laughs> Jezebel. Oh, me first. Our honor. big star. Oh, boy. Okay, mix it up. Mix it up. <laughs> and mix it up. Mix it up. We are going to pick the first question. What All if right. I don't like it? Open it and read it aloud. <laughs> like, what if I don't like the question? And the cameras are off. Yeah. I told her I'd be her veto. She could okay. pass it to me if she didn't Oh, got like it. it. You're going to What's your guilty pleasure? Ooh. 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 She already well, said it. Well, yeah, I kind of, I mean, it depends on what the category is. If it's food, it's it could be cheese. anything. Cheese. <laughs> okay. Love it. I mean, everyone's like, you're vegan, right? And I'm like. It's a hard question. I eat a lot of vegan food. I eat mostly vegan food, but I can't say no to cheese. Sure. <laughs> Real cheese is right. really hard to like refuse, even mm -hmm. if I'm telling myself, don't eat that cheese. If I see it, I'm going <laughs> to eat it. If it's brie cheese, mozzarella. Mm. It's my so weakness. do you drink milk? No. Oat okay. milk. Oat milk. Oat milk. Okay. Cheese. But cheese, cheese. Is, cheese is just too strong. Yeah. Pizza, nachos. Too strong of a temptation. Ooh, Quesadillas. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm, Ooh, now nacho, I'm hungry. <laughs> nachos at the theater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now I want food. There's nothing like a good quesadilla. <laughs> Looks like we're, we're going to get pizza after this. <laughs> one time I was driving down Sunset and I thought, you know, I'm going to stop and get myself a taco or something mm -hmm. at one of those those guys on the corner. Sure. And I ended up getting a quesadilla. Mm -hmm. And you know what? how he did it? Hmm. He threw all the shredded cheese onto the grill yes. on the griddle the flat top yeah, yeah. that's the best and i thought like <laughs> buddy you're doing that wrong right well who am i to tell him that you're doing sure, that sure. Yeah, yeah. so he threw all this you cheese on there oh. and as it's you know it was bubbling and as it started to get crispy he threw the he had the tortilla he was heating it up on the side beside oh, cool. it right and okay. flipping it and stuff yeah. Then he threw the tortilla on top of the cheese and he folded it up like all in one motion. Oh, Ooh. I'm so and it, and it, totally. And it just cleaned the cheese right off the griddle. Uh, I want yeah, that Yeah, it was right crazy. Now. That sounds amazing. I've never seen a made like that Road before. Road trip. Yeah, all right. So I might have to find one of those on the way home tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Same. All right, so should we go with Miss Menu? Okay. All right, here we go. All right. These pieces of paper are so tiny. <laughs> I know. You get that a lot. <laughs> I'm Filipino. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, what's the strangest thing you've ever eaten? Um, That's a don't say cheese. <laughs> the one that doesn't eat anything. I am the pickiest eater on the planet. So, me thinking it's strange. Um, Same answer cheese. <laughs> um, wow, I don't. A quail egg? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a little strange. Yeah, that could yeah, be strange. Yeah. 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 What did it taste like? 
an egg. Like an egg, right? Really? Yeah. Egg. yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. It seems like it would be oh. gamey. It didn't taste. No. no. Yeah. I, I've had quail eggs in like soups. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. It okay. tastes just like a regular chicken just egg? Like a, just yeah. like a miniature egg. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, I did have um, deer one time. What do you call that? Uh, venison. 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 I had venison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My I've never had venison. My neighbor, growing up in North Carolina, went and <laughs> shot a deer yeah. and like brought it back and had all this deer meat everywhere and like talked me into having some and oh it was gosh. gross. Yeah, it was it's like really... Yeah, chewy. Amy. I was chewy. Like, I expect oh, that to be game. Yeah, I had like two bites, and I was like, "Oh, no, oh. thank you." Yeah. <laughs> so, can I can I answer this question yeah. too? Oh, please. Sure. Maybe we should all answer this. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. That would yeah. be fun, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, the weirdest thing that I ever ate, and I I know this is like not the most unusual, but it is. I had Rocky Mountain oysters, mm-hmm. bull oh, testicles. testicles. Mm-hmm. What did that taste like? They taste like fucking balls. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and well, they good. were veiny too. <laughs> they were about the size of an avocado. Uh, well, my appetite's gone. They were about the size of an avocado, <laughs> and they were—I don't know if they were boiled or steamed—but they had the skin of like a like a sausage, you know. You know. Wait, is it in oh my the, God. the sack or just? It's the well, testicle? it was—it's it, just the te- <laughs> testicle, I guess. It was about the size of an avocado, and like, and you could see like the squiggly ve- ve- veins, there were like squiggly veins in it. Look like Mulholland oh, Drive. Oh my gosh. Uh, no. And it, and it tasted like, like Just, oh, you know where I had it? Like balls. At, at Don the Beachcomber in Huntington what? Beach. Really? Yeah, for Father's Day brunch. That so, is so weird. So Why I did they do that? I went there with my family, people? and they, um, oh my they came around with a tray. And I thought, oh, yeah, fuck it. Father's Day, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I was a little bit buzzed. What could I was go wrong? Drinking, you know, oh, like, no. And I cut it in half because, like I said, the size of an avocado, I cut it in half. This and it just terrible. looked like um, like mm. sausage meat, like it was, or like a hot dog inside. Sure, yeah, yeah. There was, like, no texture or anything. Mm. It was just, um, and. Um, <laughs> probably not. I guess it's cooked yeah. out. I don't know. It's, it's whatever you imagine balls to taste like. So, taste like. so oh, funny you bring that wow. up. We were just in New Orleans for Teaser Fest. Mm. And I say we, um, uh, misspent youth and myself. And at a bar we were at, but I don't think I pointed it out to you, there was a big bumper sticker that said, I was at the Bull Fest. And I didn't think anything of it. And then you read right below it, and it's the Rocky Mountain Oyster Festival. There you go. Oh, what? Wow. So it's like a thing. I get they probably. I'm, I'm really assuming it's like the strawberry festival. Totally. Yeah. Except it's <laughs> different ways to cook. You don't pick it yourself. Exactly. Different <laughs> way. Yeah. Was, yeah. That's kind of weird. Nothing. Yeah. All right. Nothing. I'm going. I'm, I'm going in. Let's do it. Here we go. Bull testicles. Okay. Ugh. Well, now I no longer want pizza or cheese. <laughs> All right. You thought you thought going rogue with the cheese was. Yep. All right. If you could spend time. With someone real or fictitious, dead or alive, who would it be? I've answered this question before, so my listeners will know the answers. I'll, I'll give the answers to you guys anyway. So, um, I have several answers to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one would be probably my father. I should say both my parents, but they're both gone. So, uh, probably my father. I've been, like, he's been visiting my dreams a lot lately. Yeah, cool. yeah so, um, and I miss him. Uh, so that would probably be my number one answer. But real or fictitious, dead or alive? Fictitious, I'd like to go time travel with Marty McFly. <laughs> yes. That would be cool. Uh, yeah. 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 Dead, I'd like to smoke a doobie with Bob mm. Marley. Oh. Okay. Alive? There's nobody out there that I'd want to. Like, mm. fuck you guys. No, I'm, just hey. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Taylor um, Swift. No, yeah, Taylor no, Swift. I was thinking that in my brain. Like, somebody would say Taylor Swift, and I would have kicked them out immediately. Okay, how about you guys? What would you guys answer that question um, with? That is, I was saying before we started that that's the question I did not want. Oh, really? Uh, that's I was one. like, that's too complicated for me. Like, yeah, it's really do you hard. Have, it's tough. Do yeah. you have like a mentor or a someone that you kind of admire that's no longer around? Like for me, uh, one would be like Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. but 
you know, I don't want to train with Bruce Lee or anything. And he'd probably annoy me because (laughs) everything he says is all in, like, parables. Sure, sure, sure. You know, like... (laughs) I don't need that, you know. Be like water. I don't, you know. But but he's somebody that, you know, as a kid, uh, I used to watch really enjoy his movies, right? Watch all the movies. And I thought he was a badass, you know. Fair. Be kind of cool to meet him. So nobody like that? Marilyn Monroe is like Mm. a huge inspiration for me. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I guess I don't think about, like, what it would be like to hang out with her. I mean, I think she'd probably be a blast. Um, but yeah, her autobiography like changed my life. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't have an answer. <laughs> I don't know. I have to like mull over this for like a Gustavo? week. Gustavo? <laughs> uh, it is super, it is really complicated. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm sure I have an answer for it, but it's tumbling around in my head right now. So alive or dead. Real, I, it, real or fictitious? So it would be real, and it would be someone who's passed away okay. that way, because because it's one of those things like you couldn't do it. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, I'm looking at a poster in my bar that says Modernism Week, and we're going to go in a couple weeks to Palm Springs. I love architecture, so I would probably want to spend a day with Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh, there you go. Which might be kind of wow. boring, but for me, it would might be amazing. Be boring, yeah, yeah. That'd be good. amazing. Yeah, yeah. just kind of see because he was supposed to be a, a, quite the character too. Oh, he, really? He wasn't. He wasn't, his architecture is really world-renowned and admired, but he as a person, from what I hear and, and have read, it wasn't really, like, admired as a, like, a person. Okay. So it'd be kind of interesting to see that aspect, too, like, All right. how he interacts day-to-day or how he is as a person. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, now. Your turn. Is that one? That's one. All right. Ooh. Long one. <laughs> my eyes are really bad too it says tell us a joke right pretty much oh here we go alright if you could use magic to do one mundane task for the rest of your life what oh. would it be clever oh, you that's a good question so magic to do mundane <laughs> I, don't, I can tell you what my answer is I'll let him answer first uh, that's a great question oh uh, dishes yeah see yeah and I don't mind doing dishes I actually kind of like them but it just but why spend the time yeah, yeah just, just like, yeah, done, they're clean. Actually, I'll be very specific because I have a little bit of OCD, uh, <laughs> or a lot of bit of OCD. Uh, cleaned and put away. Yeah. Yeah. And put away. Put away. Ooh, I would do that with laundry. Yeah. Same, yeah. same thing. So you just do, do same thing. Just do, you just cross your arms and blink your eyes. Done. It's just done. Yeah, yeah. I want a Rosie from like the Jetsons. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. Everything. Ooh, very cool. I the time that I want magic the most is when I'm sitting on the couch and the remote's on the coffee table. <laughs> and because I'll just sit there and I'll be like, maybe. Right. Use the force. Use the force. Or wiggle your nose. And totally. Yeah, I, try, I try everything yeah. and nothing works. Use the force. You got that. I used to think I was Alex Mack. That's another one. There you go. How does she uh, Alex she Mack do? was um, from like Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon right. And she would just stare really hard at things. So sometimes when the lights are red, the traffic lights are red, and it's like midnight, and I'm like, turn green. I just stare at it, squint at it, and yeah, hope yeah. that it yeah. like... It changes. Does. It works. Does it? No. <laughs> Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. It always works. It just takes yeah. time. Yeah. My my magic request would be to clean the cat boxes. Oh sure. So, oh like yeah, you're a cat person. Four cats. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's catching there. up. You have five. I have three. Oh okay, three is cool. Yeah. I'm so like. To cats. Me too. No cats is cooler. High five. High five. Yeah, allergies. Because it's a daily, that's a daily thing. So, yeah, so the thing is that I can procrastinate, but it just makes it worse for myself because totally. then it, it it builds upon it itself. Up. Oh yeah. So the thing is that if it's if you do it every day, there's only one scoop. Sure, sure. You know, but then you just do they like, stop going? I've always thought about this. Do they just eventually if you don't? If, they, if it's not if it's not as clean as they like, yeah, my won't. cats won't use it. They'll find a corner. Yeah, they'll find a corner. That makes yeah, sense. They'll yeah, they'll find a corner. Or on so. your bed. Oh, no. really no. you. Yeah. One of them likes <laughs> to jump into my laundry basket, and because they know that that's the clothes are dirty, so they'll go to the bathroom in there. But it's only number one. But but so you know, I throw it in the wash anyway because it's gonna wash it, and then totally you right. never know it was there. But like, right, right. I, you don't want it to get to that point. No, you, you know? don't. So. Have you looked into the automatic? 
I just, they don't I just heard a commercial. They, never work. they don't work. Okay, yeah. I need to get I've one. Tried, I'm gonna like, try all it. of them. They don't work. I've tried. <laughs> we've tried the pellets. Uh-huh. We've tried the open litter box, the closed litter box, right. the drop-in litter box. We've tried huh. different brands. We've tried everything. Like I think what it comes down to is you just have to keep it. <laughs> Train them to go to the toilet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen those videos of cats totally on the toilet. Totally on the toilet. Right. Right. Interesting. Right. So we, you guys want to do a round two? Yeah. I'm in. Okay, let's do another. Speaking of round two. Jezebel, you good with your drink? I haven't eaten very much today. Okay. <laughs> I want another one, but my I'm like, no, I'm still rolling the quesadilla. Not, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> oh, what's the be- worst slash best pickup line you've ever heard? Uh-huh. Fuck. Oh, I know I have some good ones. <laughs> I hear good ones all the time, but I never remember them. Yeah, I hate it because... They're stupid and cheesy, but I laugh at a lot of things, clever, but right? they're clever, clever, so I'm like, oh, that was good. You get away from me, but that was really good. <laughs> that was really Still funny no, and good. Still yeah. no. That's amazing. You ladies but, must get hit on a lot. Any hmm. burlesque dancers? Not properly. Oh, I'm sure. Not yeah. properly. I've had, I don't know if you've had this. Like, I have, you know, like. Guys are like, oh, when you're dating someone or seeing someone or talking to someone, they're like, you're going to wear that costume for me in bed? Oh, jeez. Like, this shit cost a lot of money, of money yeah. and you were not, not comfortable. <laughs> it's not comfortable, but also, you're not worth the costume being ruined. Right. I worked hard on that. Yeah, it's amazing. All the no, I don't, I don't really remember. I, I, okay, so this is, I don't remember the pickup line, but I remember this moment. I don't know if anybody remembers this on VH1, I think it was. There was a show called The Pickup Artist. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember yes. that show? Yeah. That guy hit on me. <gasps> Oh, did he really? Yes. That guy that was a pickup artist. And I was like, am I on the show? Totally. (laughs) So when he hit on you, when he hit on you, like what was the first thing that went in your head? I was like, that's the guy from the pickup artist. I'm not going for the If you didn't know who he was, do you think that you would have fallen for his? Okay. Not at all. That's amazing. Not my type, but I was really funny. Just be like, oh. Wait, wait, I know you. This is so weird because I was at a bar. And because I watched that show too, because it was just a train wreck. Yes. Um, so I was at a bar, and this guy was, you know, checking me out, and came up and said something douchey to me. Because what he teaches them to do, do is like yes, the worst. be douchey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, so he said something douchey to me, and I was just like, it sparked like a memory, and I was like, Do I know you? And he was like, No. And I was like, You're really familiar. And he was like, Oh, do you watch VH1? Oh, and gosh. I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, well, I was on some show you might have seen called The Pickup Artist. And you're I was like, like oh, uh, you're that loose. Uh, and you failed oh, the show. It's oh, just as bad as I thought it would be in real life. I remember life. my pickup line. Oh, I remember a good one. Okay. I remember Because my boyfriend that put me into burlesque, we were in, God, we were in Denver. It was that same weekend we were walking around. And there was, okay, my memory is not the best, but I think this guy was like a homeless, like a houseless guy. <laughs> he was on the street, like working the street. It was during the day, an outdoor mall. We're walking around with my boyfriend at the time. And this guy was like, excuse me, excuse me, like to both of us. And we like, turned to him and looked at him and he goes, you dropped, uh, I think you dropped your keys or something like that. We were both like, what? What keys? And he goes, the key to heaven because you got an angel by your side. And I was like, uh, damn! Bro, that was so good. I was like, I, I might want to leave with you. Yeah, maybe. Totally. Yeah. You got some games, sir. That's amazing. That was the best thing I ever heard. That's I forgot. Really that just made me remember that. Yeah. I like that. Oh, I like that. That was so good. I've heard a lot of clever ones, but I forget <laughs> all of them. And I always think like, oh, i got to remember that one. That one's funny. Sure. Yeah. Not that I would use it. That totally, just totally. To re- just to remember it, mm-hmm. you know? I've got a follow-up question. So, and you guys kind of alluded to it. It doesn't matter what they say if they're not your type. This is like an inside thing for like, tune in, gentlemen. Yeah, right. Or does does it change your mindset? Like, if you're if you're single and you're at oh, at, a, mm-hmm. at a venue and some guy walks up and it traditionally wouldn't be your type, but he says something really clever, clever or funny or nice or do you go, well, maybe it's worth a date or something? Maybe. I'm, I might give him a little bit more of a chance sure. to, like, keep... I might, I might keep engaging. Yeah, yeah, it's worth a conversation. Yeah, Fair. yeah, yeah. Okay. I would be like, oh, yeah, I'll keep talking to you because you're funny. Yeah, yeah. I like or, funny. Plus making an effort, right? And it's not cheesy or, like, I would say, yeah. like, 
if you're <clears throat> giving me a line at all, I'm probably just gonna walk away. Uh, because... Just automatically. Well, I think yeah. I assume I assume you're being funny. If you're trying to be serious with a pickup line, that's a no. That's a no no. But if you're doing Fair. it because you know it's funny, that's different. Sure, that makes sense. I guess. So in your yeah. in your case, you're like, nah, no pickup lines. Get away from me. Interesting. But in my brain, I'm like, oh, I think if you know it's dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ironic. So, yeah, ironically, yeah. So bad yeah. it's good. Yeah. yeah. It's so bad it's good. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. The word that I keep going back to is clever. If it's clever, right? Yeah, the, the only one I ever humor. remember, I was someone told me when I was like twelve years old, if I if I could rewrite the alphabet, I'd put you and I together. Mm, that's classic. But that's yeah, that one's yeah. it's an old one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I did have some guy which probably I don't know if you had this comment at a at a club in Las Vegas. Now my memory is like going. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. He was like, "What do you call those?" Oh my gosh! Like my <gasps> boobs, and I was like, "My boobs." <laughs> You're uh, like, I don't know. Something uh, you'll never see. <laughs> exactly. Something that's walking that's away. Calls, something you'll never see. That's I wish I would have thought about that. I was like, what? What that. are you even talking yeah. about? Why Get away. Oh, that was a pickup line. That. Oh, I that thought you had a follow line. up. No, oh, that was it. That was the opening line. No, and I was like, that's all bad. Not for you. Yeah. That's terrible. Wow. I've heard that from women. Like, clever is good. Yeah. Tying it back to Marilyn Monroe, I heard this. I have no idea if it's true or not. It could just be made up. But she has a. a she said that if you can make a woman laugh, you can make her do anything. Mm. Yeah, she's, yeah. Did she say she's that? Kind yeah. of famous for saying that. But I guess yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I think because you know looks, you know, fade or whatever. But if you can, if 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 you can make somebody laugh, guy or girl, really, mm-hmm. then that shows you're usually positive. You're witty. Probably a level of intelligence that's more than and, average. And confident. Yeah. Confidence, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that goes a long way. I think that's true. I never heard that quote from her. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's cool. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. No comedian. Next. Though. That's too much. <laughs> that's yeah. too much. You can't, you can't be like trying to make me <laughs> laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Natural. It has to be natural. Yeah, totally. it has to just happen. I mean, I swipe on comedians when I when I was on the dating apps. They were like, "I'm a comedian." I was like, "Nope, nope, yep. sorry." Nope. <laughs> Most of them are pretty like troubled. Right? Yeah, or just I've like most of them, Yeah, most of them are yeah. very are kind of angry at the world. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Because yeah, yeah. that's where they get some of their humor from, it seems. Like, you know, you ever stand in line for an airplane? Oh, and sure, yeah, yeah, they're all bitter, just, yeah. yeah, angry. So. <laughs> all right. Um, okay. <laughs> Who is the most famous person you met in real life? Oh. Ooh. Um... The pickup artist guy from Three Point. <laughs> I know, right? Um, what happened to that guy? So I, d- in my previous life, as some of you guys know, I worked in the film industry. So I'm not going to count that because I don't feel like that. I feel like that's cheating. Mm. Um, but I was at the Hollywood Bowl seeing Stone Temple Pilots. Cool. Um, and ran into McC- Oh. Um, and I was with my roommate at the time who I used to call celeb stalker because she <laughs> she could it could be literally a sea of people at the Hollywood Same. Bowl and she's like there and I'm like no and she's like oh my god can you and I'm like that's amazing so she's dying she's literally like pulling my clothes off and like just dragging me down because she's like going crazy Celebrity. and I'm like go, go up and just go up and say hello yeah. and she's like oh my god no are you kidding so I'm like so I walk up and I'm like, "Hey, this my name's whoops, don't say my name. <laughs> uh, my name's Misfit Youth, and this is my roommate Kelly, you know. And um, and he's like, "Hi, I'm Mac. and uh, he's talking. I probably shouldn't say this part, but he's talking to two definitely underage boys. And, uh, <laughs> That's and, the other question that's in the, in the bowl. And the two guys go, he, I'm like, hey, what are you two doing and where are your parents? This looks like a not good situation. They're like, oh, yeah, they're, we're like waiting in line with him. Um, he says he's a movie star, is he? And I'm like, oh, oh that's you guys are too hilarious. Hilarious. Oh my god! I'm like, he I love it. Is. You didn't, you didn't say, you didn't say like, he said what? Oh my god, that would be a great reaction. That would have been so good. Yeah, (laughs) so that's weird. That's do we do we just glaze over that? Like he's hanging out with two little kids. Oh, I'm 100 percent sure he was about to buy them alcohol. 
because oh. they were waiting in line for an alcohol line. Totally. Because you know at Hollywood Bowl, it's like the two yeah, 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 wow. yeah. So I literally was like, guys, where are your parents? And they were like, oh, they're over there. We're hanging out with him. I was like, mm. Did oh Max gosh. say, hey, rat, you should leave? They <laughs> <laughs> were like, they're good. And I was like, no. Oh, wow. wow. Good okay. for you, though. Yeah. yeah I wow. mean. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I, feel like, I feel like burlesque, you know, I don't know. I feel like the world of, like, celebrity has kind of opened opened up more because of burlesque. You know? Like, I feel uh, like we meet more yeah, people. Sure. And I'm not, I don't get, like, super starstruck. But I do, like, I'm like your friend. I notice everybody. I'm like, oh, that's that person from that one random ass show. <laughs> that's the person from that reality show. My friends are like, what? Who? Oh, that's funny. I notice everybody. But I feel like, yeah, they come to shows. Sure. Or they know somebody who knows someone else. And, like, Yeah. Oh, like, I could be giving a lap dance to a celebrity and I wouldn't even notice. Like, I, yeah, it, it, I, I don't notice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Matt, Matt Bellamy from Muse was uh, at a show uh, at, uh, what the hell was I at? Uh, Soho House in West oh, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And he, came, he was at the show that we did there. And then after the show was over, he was in the bar in the restaurant. And I was, like, staring the whole, because I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I was like, I'm ready to go, but like I want to say something to him. Like I want to say something. So when he got in the elevator, I told my friend, like, let's go, let's go, elevator, we're leaving. <laughs> so we got in the elevator at the same time that he did, and I was like, okay, just breathe, just say something, just say something. Oh, and I was like, oh, I really like you. I love your music. I'm like a huge fan. And he was like, oh, thanks. You did great up there too. And I was like, oh yeah, my god, that's, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's I can cool. retire now. You know he's in the elevator looking at you thinking, oh my God, there she is. Right? Oh my God. I so wish. Oh my God. God. She's She's I wish we'd be married right yeah. now. Yeah, that's fun. Matt Bellamy. That's Who was cool. the other one? My, uh, sorry, my other story was... Lisa um, wasn't Bill Bellamy. Right? That would weird. Yeah. That would have been not has been... No, I would not have been a Star Trek. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was flyering... I'm sorry, recovering my microphone. I was flyering with Chris Beyond for our Dr. Who burlesque show and we were in this is like this is my ultimate starstruck moment because he was like breathe breathe just breathe mm. breathe <laughs> and we were in like uh, Los Feliz area or somewhere like that we went to yogurt not yogurt stop what's the other one Pinkberry oh. whatever Pinkberry we stopped in Pinkberry and I don't really eat there but I was like oh let's go get some yogurt and we stopped and we're sitting there talking and Catherine does anyone watch Dr. Who anyone else no no one's Doctor Who? Fuck. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Catherine Tate walks in, and she was Doctor Who's companion, who was, like, one of my favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. companions from Doctor Who. Oh, cool. And she walked into Pinkberry the, the day we're flying for the Doctor Who show, and I had a, I freaked out. Like, internally freaked out. And, like, he was like, just breathe, just breathe. And I, like, I went up, and he helped me, like, walk over to her and tell her, like, I was a huge fan. And we gave her a flyer. Obviously, she didn't come, but, oh, oh that's my amazing. God. I was, like, that's that was cool. a big moment. Was she nice? <laughs> Crazy. She was so nice. Okay, good. That's good. I love her so much. That's good to hear. <laughs> Catherine awesome. Very awesome. Hit me up. I'm pretty sure she's not listening, but you know, no, she, never just in case, just in or case. Or someone who knows her. Totally, right. totally. Sorry, I just Okay, I'm reaching in. Oh. Let's see what I get this time. Ooh, it's a long one. Oh, if someone gave you an envelope with your death date inside oh, of it, oh, no. would, you, would you open Who it? Who wrote these? I wrote, I wrote these. <laughs> would you open it? So I threw this in here because this is a question that I've been asked before, and I mm. struggle with the answer. Mm. It's like at first it was always, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But then someone said to me, if you knew then that you would be able to tie up all those loose ends that you need to tie up and you'd be able to actually live your final days or years the way that you wanted to. Where you, you may die living only half of your, you know, like how your life is intended, right? Sure. Yeah. And maybe not meet some of the things that, got, that are on your bucket list or goals or things like that. So I don't know how to answer this question. Um, <laughs> what I want to know, uh, and I threw this in here because 
I think I saw a Black Mirror episode where it showed like the countdown days of how many days they had left. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Do you remember that episode? Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a vague memory. I don't of know mine. that show. You don't know oh, Black Mirror? You don't know Black oh, Mirror? Super oh, dude. Oh my God. It's like a it modern day Twilight Zone. <laughs> I don't get out much. I love oh, Twilight. Yeah. I so like Twilight good. Zone. Modern day Twilight Zone. A lot of it has to do with technology. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Okay. So the Black Mirror is your your cell phone. Oh, It's your reflection in your cell phone yeah. when it's so off. there's all these yeah. cool episodes oh, that they've done like one of them is um you know how you have like yelp ratings mm-hmm. like if people mm-hmm. had yelp ratings oh amazing it's I actually already that. happening it's yeah it like a, a lot a of the so- stuff they talk about is happening yes. social, yeah. Yeah, yeah social scores some of the stuff yeah. that they made episodes about is actually kind of yeah life is mirroring art mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know how if i have the answer to this mm. question uh, I don't know. Like, if I were faced with it, I might actually want to know. Could you resist, though? I mean, like, if the, they handed you the envelope. I don't know if I, I, I could resist. Yeah. yeah. I would open yeah. it the second I got it. <laughs> would you? Oh, yeah. No know. question. Oh, the second, I'd be like, yep. Oh, my God. And for that same reason. It's just like, great, yeah. now I know. And then if it's tomorrow, then... So it's then, like, I got to line all this stuff up for my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to I go to the pyramids. I want to go to the totally. Great Wall. I want to... Like all the things that I've been wanting to do, mm-hmm. right? I'll max out all my credit cards. Totally. It don't matter anymore, <laughs> right? Stop yeah. paying the mortgage. Yeah, yeah. right, right. So the last check needs a bounce. Yep. Yeah, but then, you know, are you someone that, when there's a deadline, the time goes faster? Oh, there's a deadline. Question. Right, like if you have. When you were in school and you had to write a term paper and it was due. Oh, I got two weeks. And then I waited till the day before. Yeah, right, the right. Isn't the time like? Doesn't the time get faster as it gets closer to the deadline? Fair, yeah. I don't know. It's slow up bit. until the day before, mm-hmm. and then yeah. the day the day before it's really like, fast. ooh, now time to do it. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, I would. I would. At first, when you said that, I was thinking I would not want to know. But after you explained like tying up loose ends and stuff, mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, I guess I would want to know. Pretty important, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yolo. See, if I were, <laughs> if I were, if I were like a single person that like, didn't have, because yeah, I have interest. a wife and two kids, and my kids are growing up already, but like, you know, then yeah. it would be. Then I would You're really be bugging them. Yeah, yeah. I already ring my son's doorbell once a week without him knowing yeah. I'm coming. Like, I, just, I just show up and ring the doorbell. Oh, no. Like, hey, buddy, I'm here. Hey, no, 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 no. That's why I love oh, three thousand miles away from home. Yeah. <laughs> he, he kind of expects it now. I know. I'm that guy now because I hated that when my parents did it. But... So now you do it. Now I do it. Anyway. Now I do it. Well, because he has two cats. I'm really there to see the cats. Oh, yeah, not so. there for that. He should just give you a key. You can just go visit the cats. Well, he did give me a key, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna just. You know, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. And I also I always bring something. I bring him a burrito or I bring him, a, oh, that, you know, like, it. you know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm just going to drop this off if you're hungry. I stopped. I bought an extra burrito. I'll leave this uh-huh. on the counter. And I just want to say hi to the cats. I'm there for five or ten minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, he knows. He knows. So, like, That's you know. Though. But, yeah, I know. I, I just. I know. I remember what it was like when my parents would drop over and announce. But you also, I mean, I've known you for years. You also have a different relationship with him. My, my dad and say I. That. Everyone says that. My dad and I get along, and we we, we, we get along great. But I never like like hang with him, yeah. or, or go to like yeah. a drink or whatever with my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we'll do that. You're That's a cool. cool, dad. Yeah, cool. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. yeah he so like we do we do do stuff together. Yeah, all bars, the time. restaurants, all that. Yeah, yeah, well, bar, cool. bars and stuff. Gustavo found him his house. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. Oh, I mean real estate. That's my real job. Ah, <laughs> okay. I like bartend. Bartend for, for tips. No, he knocked on the, 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 the door with a gun. And he's like, "All right, I'm going to take this." Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> taking that. Yeah. All right, Gus, your turn. All right, let's see what we got. Dun dun dun. Pretty bold, by the way. I like mm-hmm. the mermaid. Yeah, I got it at the mermaid bar. <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> Makes sense, right? All right. If you won the lottery, what would be your very first big splurge? Mm. Ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> I, would... I was going to say. <laughs> Chinese food? <laughs> yeah. uh, for those of you that maybe can't see, Misspent Youth was like smiling at me. And I'm like, I was right about to say, I would buy Misspent Youth. 
And I was like, was that the right answer? No, that's not the right answer. <laughs> I would own her now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, is that what you want to hear? Uh, what would I splurge? Uh, do, 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 do. You've never thought about this? Is that if you so want to I, I've lived my life in a different manner. Um, okay. I, I've always been really into goals and planning and schedules. That's why the second, like, do you want to want to know when you're dying? Yep. Like that wasn't even like a thought. So I've, you know, day jobs, real estate. So I've been in, in and around real estate for 20 years. So I bought my first place when I was super young and then bought my second place a couple years after. And then I've had this house now for 13 years. So I've always been like super driven and super like goal oriented. And because of that, I'm a big saver and I have these goals and I'm like, cool. And I save this amount of money to like this dollar figure and now I can buy it. Wow. So show me you, the ways. You sort of mentioned it before. Like, how did you get into like burlesque? And I'm not in burlesque, but the reason I'm um, now, now co-producing with Miss Met Youth is I grew up with, um, I mentioned my dad before, He's a, a, a retired mechanic now. So I grew up being in and around cars and then like vintage cars and then hot rods mm. and all that. So I, I came from that side of the world. So um, car shows, then like pinup pageants because you're at the show yeah. and then burlesque was like a natural like progression from that. So what's the point of that, of that story? Oh, so the, the hot rods. So I've had this bucket list of cars in my oh. life. And you and I had that commonality when we first met because yeah. we didn't like each other. Right. But we agreed <laughs> that that we both like vintage Porsches. Right. 80 cars too. He's not talking about like a couple cars. I have seven. But Adrian, Adrian and I both wow. own vintage we Porsches. Both have vintage Porsches. Yeah. Wow. And then that's when we're like, oh, I knew there's something I could like about you. <laughs> so, so that was one of my bucket list cars. It's like the wow. one from 90210. You know like what? The, the convertible, <laughs> that was my yeah. bucket list car in high school. For sure. Yeah. You know why I have it? Because when I was married <laughs> to my first wife, I was doing pretty good. I had a tech job and I was, you know, I was very meticulous with my money. And I wanted, I always wanted one of those high school's bathtub Porsche. Mm -hmm. And when I was in a position to finally have one, she said no. Ooh. She said, oh, you're already, so in her defense, I had a, I had an you're old. like, bye. Seriously. And that's I, why. I, I came across a Mercedes-Benz SL Roadster that kind of just fell in my lap. And so I was restoring that. And then I and then I thought, but this is what the one that I really want. I wanted that. I used to draw that in class when, Ooh, in high school, right? Yeah, yep, and yep. so then I thought, like, this is the one I really want. This Mercedes is not really me. It feels like a stuffy old man car. <laughs> and um, she said, no, you already have a car project here. And if you put that other car here, like, n neither of them will get done. Mm -hmm. And so it was just one of these, like, oh, I'm never going to have that car. So I finished the Mercedes with the intention of selling it so that I could get that bathtub mm -hmm. right uh -huh. sure soon as i finished it just a few months later we got divorced Ooh. so because i acquired and restored that car during the marriage yeah when i sold it she got half uh, right uh, so uh, the yeah. first thing yeah, i bought right? <laughs> within the first month of us getting divorced was that my <laughs> bathtub Porsche. Nice. Yeah. Well, and that. it was a wreck it was like i bought it down in san diego and it was pouring the 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 day that i bought it and i knew like Okay, I got to go down there early, get this car, and get it back home before the rain like really oh, comes in, pouring. right? Yeah, yeah. So I go down there and I get the car, and I make it as far as Carlsbad, and then the car just dies on me. <gasps> oh, you drove it? You just didn't. You I didn't drove it. Drove so it. then, like, yeah. so then I, I coasted off the freeway. <laughs> onto the off-ramp and make it halfway up the off-ramp and then i call a buddy who lives in the area and i say like hey he actually lives just like two miles away i said hey i got stuck you know blah 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 and then he helped me get the car to his garage okay good this was a sunday and i had to find a place that had a part so the starter was uh, went yeah, bad right sure. so i had to go find a starter and i we finally found a starter. We hit like three or four shops. We finally found a starter. And I'm under the car changing the starters. I change the starter and I get in the car. And as soon as I get on the freeway, <gasps> it starts 
pouring oh. rain. So I would have made it home if In it a started to go back. Yeah, no. No, no top, right? Oh my God. And it was pouring rain. And it was so the the bathtub Porsche has a round windshield. And so the the rain would, would come around the windshield over the door jams and right and into my right, right, in. right in my lap, right? Oh my oh, God. And I remember like maybe I got to about the Irvine area on the five freeway and this this red Miata pulls up next to me. He also didn't have a top. Oh, hilarious. And he looks at me and he's like, yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> he's holding his We're both up. miserable. And we pull, I pulled off the freeway and I got underneath this, like, you know, at a gas station. I was like, I remember looking at the, the light, the street light. Sure. And watching the rain just come oh, yeah. down and thinking like, what do I do? Like, do I wait, try to wait this out or do I just say, fuck it and just You're go going home? home. And I said, fuck it, and I'm going home. So <laughs> wow. I went home, and at the time I was living in Chino Hills, and I remember calling Steph and telling her, open the garage, open the garage. And she opened the garage, and I, and I pulled the car in, and I got out, and she was like, oh, let me see, let me, what'd you get, what'd you get? So she comes out to look at the You're car on and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then as soon as we walk out of the garage to go inside, no rain. Oh my god! Uh, of course! <laughs> yeah. Wow! Oh my god! So well, at least you got your not car. Not just not just steal your, your. No, not at all. I love the story. That's great. Yeah. Wait, why didn't it have a top? Because it was an old car and it needed restoration. Oh. Okay. So I have I have a top now and I have the the frame and they call it bows for it, but I never installed it. I still have it in my in my garage. Do you have a top on yours? Oh yeah, you do, right? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got a target top. We drove it one time. Yeah, target. Yeah, when yeah. I first got the new upholstery, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we broke it in in Ventura. We yeah. did a road trip. Yeah, it's got the target top and then the the regular top. Yeah, so it still doesn't have a top. I have the the parts. <clears throat> I just never installed it. So makes sense. Yeah. But yes, I have a bucket list of cars. <laughs> I've I've had seven of them. Still own seven of them. The one that I need to get is a 1937 Lincoln Zephyr Coupe. Ooh, you want a Zephyr. Yeah. That's a big bucks. It's big bucks. It's, um, there was one in an auction that I was watching two weeks ago and- Two million. No, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, not that big. It's- uh, One million. Yeah. Yeah, 1.2. Yeah, no, um, they wanted $200,000 for it. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, are you being yeah. I always thought those were million dollar cars. No, no, no. They're about I think two hundred grand's on the high end, to be honest with you. They okay. are they are about a hundred and twenty five to hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. If you can find them. That's your that okay, so that's what your that's what your lottery thing is. That's what I would do for the okay. lottery, yeah, yeah. I need to see this car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's Google it. Yeah. Yeah. So fancy. Super yeah. fancy. All right, well, so while Gustavo pulls up a photo of that, we are coming up on our hour. Uh, let's talk about the Hollywood Burlesque Festival. So last year was the first time you guys ran it, mm -hmm. and I enjoyed that. And to be quite honest with you, outside of Tiki Oasis, it's the first burlesque show that I went to. Oh, so I had okay. no idea what to expect. Okay. So uh, really grand. I don't know if I knew that about you. Really grand. I, you know, like. Yeah, you just don't go. Yeah. I just don't go. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I go at Oasis because all my friends are there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> midnight know? shows. So we go at midnight, yeah. and then yeah, and probably, by that time, like I'm, I'm feeling loose, <laughs> and I'm right. having a good time, yeah. and and I'm screaming it out, you know, and then everybody's my friend. <laughs> I know her. I know her. Uh, but the truth is, I don't know a lot of people in the bur burlesque community. I only know maybe a small handful, maybe half a dozen. You know. Not, not very many. Well, you now know you know the two most more. important ones. I do. Totally. I'm honored to be sitting with you two lovely ladies tonight and having you on the podcast. So thank you for being on the show. Um, the Burlesque Festival in uh, last year that you guys did, it, what was the name of the theater? The Vermont. The Vermont. On Vermont. What a cool place. I didn't even know Great that, venue, yeah. that existed. So tell us about this year. Let's talk about what you guys are doing this year. What is uh, different? and all the details for all our listeners to, to find out. Yeah, well, first off, it's March 8th, 9th, and 10th. Okay. Um, we are doing a different venue this year, another iconic Hollywood venue, the Bourbon Room. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bourbon Room. right on Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. It's got a gorgeous stage, and it's a little bit more of an intimate feel than the Vermont, so we're sw switching it up a little bit. Um, we have 
all new performers. Some people are returning, but we have a completely new cast of performers, including Jezebel Thunder, who's Yay. our Yay. big headliner for this year. She wasn't available last year because she was busy touring in Europe. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I was supposed to be there, but Switzerland called me and I had to go. Well Sorry. done. Sorry. Well <laughs> understandable, understandable. Yeah, so she's with us this year. Yes. Uh, we also have Tito Benito, Jeez uh, Louise, who was the queen of the teaser festival. Mm -hmm. So she's joining us this year. Um, Matt Finish, who else? I'm forgetting someone. Egypt Ruby, Black Nail. Yeah, yeah Ruby, Ruby Champagne. Champagne. Um, and we have quite a few. So I know Ruby. You yeah. know Ruby, <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Cheeky so she's she'll be um, closing down the festival on oh, Sunday. Nice. So you got to make it to brunch. If for those of that make it all three days, that's <laughs> your prize at the Ruby. end. Is Ruby. Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> she's been on the podcast before. She's a she's a good friend of mine. So. Um, that's awesome. I didn't know she was going to be at this year's festival. Yeah, so, be there. Um, very nice. So where can people get tickets? And for all of you out there that are listening, if you're in the car or at the gym or whatever, we're going to put all this information in the description below. So we'll make it clickable. So all you got to do is click on there. But for those of you that are, say you're at the office and you're right by your computer and they want to go get tickets right now, where can we send them? Yeah, HollywoodBurlesqueFestival.com, just like it sounds. Um, that's the best place to get uh, the schedule for the festival, tickets, um, information on the venue. If you're coming from out of town, we have a, a partnership with a hotel nearby, so you get a discount on the hotel. Oh, cool. Yeah. For sure. Cool, cool. Is there anything else you guys want to share about the show? I think we're doing... Um, <laughs> Uh, symposiums and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a three-day show. This year we're changing it up a little bit. So it'll be Friday night, Saturday night, which is um, identical last year. But we're moving the vendors to one location so everyone can enjoy them there. And that's going to okay. be right next to Frogtown Brewery. We rented out an, uh, a really nice space for both classes and the marketplace. Uh, you'll have a tent there, the Desiree's um the Oasis Tent. The Oasis Tent. Yeah. Uh, so you'll do whatever you want to do there. So you're going to sell some of your uh, beautiful tiki wares. And we'll have other um, vendors um, in and around the burlesque and vintage scene. And then we're going to have classes for, for the performers to I love it. sharpen their performance skills. And anybody cool, cool. who wants to perform mm -hmm. can jump in. Um, like We have a lot of our headliners and special guests from around the country are teaching. Yeah, classes are open to everybody, absolutely. And yeah. that's 12 to 5 that's, on Saturday. That's correct. 12 to 5 yeah. on Saturday. This is a whole weekend. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's a full burlesque. fest. It's going to be a lot of It's burlesque. the Coachella of burlesque. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coachella of burlesque. I yeah. love it. I love it. So if you guys are in the L.A., Orange County, Southern California area, even if you're not, come mm -hmm. down. Come down, fly in. Yep. Yeah. A lot of people are flying in. And we would love to see you there. And... For listeners of the podcast, I'm going to try to talk these guys into setting up some kind of discount for us. And maybe we can we'll have like our sure. own little section oh, yeah, let's so do that we well can deserved. do like a meet and greet and have a good time with all of our fellow uh, imbibers of the podcast. So, um, And for you guys out there that you know, also enjoy watching the videos, we just recorded a fun cocktail video yes. with these lovely ladies. So look out for that. And That's if right. it's if it's online before <laughs> this this episode airs, then I'll have a link for that in the description. So, um, is there anything else we want to make sure we cover? Are we good? I think we did plenty. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank well, you. Thanks for being on the podcast. I love it. I think I kept them past their curfew. They kept asking me earlier, like, how long is this gonna oh. be? And oh, and, uh, no, <laughs> that's oh yeah, no, that's that's my. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's a timer. So. Oh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. But uh, yeah, thanks for being on the podcast. And thanks for hosting us, Gustavo. Thank you, Adrian, for doing it. I appreciate mm -hmm. the, the time and the setup. And for everybody out there that wants to follow us online, you can follow us on DesertOasisRoom.com. That's where our archive is. We also have a YouTube, youtube.com slash Polynesian Pop. Follow our friends at HollywoodBurlesqueFestival.com. And we'll put all the Instagram and all that stuff for all of our uh, our friends here uh, in the description. And we hope to see you guys there. All right? Let's yeah. do... Uh, okay. I was going to do cheers right now oh. and, and wrap it up. 
I was hoping to get mm-hmm. to tell us a joke, and I didn't get tell us a joke. Oh, uh, got it. But I'm gonna tell a joke anyway. Let's yeah, do it. I'm in. So we're gonna wrap up with this joke. Okay. So. For those of you out there that don't know, there's three types of orgasms. Did you know that? No. There's three types of orgasms. <laughs> Educate us. So the, fir- the first <laughs> orgasm is a religious orgasm. It goes, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> the second type of orgasm is an affirmative orgasm. It goes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. And the third type of <laughs> orgasm is a fake orgasm. It goes, oh, Gus, oh, Gus, oh, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, party people, cheers and aloha. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> cheers. That's hilarious. Cheers, cheers. cheers. cheers.